0: The Baltimore Ravens signed Lee Cunningham off of the New England Patriots practice squad on Tuesday. We talk about what it could mean for Tyler Huntley and why his time in Baltimore could be coming to an end. All that and more coming up next to on Locked on Ravens. You are locked on Ravens, your daily Baltimore Ravens podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Ravens, your daily Baltimore Ravens podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Ostreicher of Ravens. Wire here with you on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much, as always, for being here with me and making Locked On Ravens your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all podcasting platforms. That includes over in video form on YouTube and audio form wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode of Locked On Ravens is brought to you by FanDuel. Make everyone more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 bucks if your team wins. Visit Fandor.com slash locked on to get started. We are a five-day week Ravens podcast, Ravens news analysis updates. We go over five days a week when we do live streams. We do them after every single Ravens game. Plus, after big news like we had yesterday with the Ravens and Malik Cunningham. So if you haven't checked out the live stream yet, be sure to do so. Also, be sure to tell a friend, tell a family member about our show here. You know, Ravens content, we're grinding out on a daily basis here. So we are up to date on the biggest news and the latest Ravens news all the time here on the show. You can, again, subscribe for free, same show, audio, and video. We have lots to talk about today. Again, Malik Cunningham signs with the Ravens from the New England Patriots practice squad. So Baltimore signs him off of there. And it's interesting because, you know, why would the Ravens sign a quarterback in mid-December? They obviously have Lamar Jackson. We're going to talk about what it means, though, not for Lamar, but for his backup in Tyler Huntley because it could be signaling the beginning of the end for Tyler Huntley with the Ravens. We'll also talk about Cunningham in general, get into some analysis on him as a player, what he could bring to the Ravens, and then get the Patriots' perspective. A really awesome final segment. Be sure to stay tuned for that Mike debate. Locked on Patriots will join us to give his perspective on why the Patriots let Cunningham stay on the practice squad and have the opportunity to be scooped up, what's going on in New England right now, with everything that Trent Brown posted and the outpouring of support for Cunningham, just who Cunningham is as a player and a person. So lots to dive into. Let's start with Tyler Huntley, though. On the live stream yesterday, we talked more about Cunningham, and we did get into Huntley's future, a lot of in-depth, instant reaction analysis over on that, so be sure to check it out. But for Tyler Huntley, it's been a conversation point for a while. We've had tons of conversations here on Locked on Ravens. If you're in every dairy, you've heard me talk about it before, where it seems like the past one, two off seasons, we've had conversations about, well, if a quarterback needy team really needs Tyler Huntley, you really need somebody to go out there and just start games for him. And who isn't a total liability out there. Hey, go out there and get a Tyler Huntley. What would a team have to give up to go get Tyler Huntley from the Ravens? We had conversations about maybe a third rounder, maybe a fourth rounder Huntley in his career. He's stepped in and started. He has starting experience. He's three and five as a starter career, 65.5 from police percentage for him. 1,792 yards, six touchdowns, and seven interceptions. And my mistake, Pro Bowl quarterback, Tyler Huntley, I have to give him the respect there. Look, regardless of how you actually feel about the Pro Bowl, deserved, not deserved, Huntley is accomplished at the NFL level. I'm not saying he's won Super Bowls and led playoff comeback wins or anything like that. But for a team that look, Huntley, I think, deserves to be in the conversation for a starting job somewhere that's not going to be in Baltimore as long as Lamar Jackson's there, right? This is Lamar Jackson's team. Tyler Huntley has no shot. Nobody has a shot of starting in Baltimore as long as Lamar Jackson is there. This is Lamar's team. So for Huntley, if you're looking at your career, let, let's put ourselves in Tyler Huntley's shoes. If you're looking at your career, you have starting experience, you've put together you know, a solid resume, something that a high-end backup, maybe a low-level starter has done without a ton of games starting. You look at that and you say, well, do I want to stay in Baltimore, a good situation as a backup, but again, no starting opportunities there, or do you want to go and find a place where there is maybe an opening at quarterback or a competition to be had at quarterback and go compete for a starting job? I mean, personally, if I'm Tyler Huntley, that's what I would do. Plus we have to understand, and this is something we talked about yesterday, that the Ravens just might not want to pay. Their backup quarterback, what Huntley might command on the open market. The free agent class this year, Kirk Cousins tears the ACL. Other guys available, Baker Mayfield, a couple others as well. But Huntley will I probably be in demand this offseason. If Baltimore is interested, they will probably have other teams that are looking to go get them. So if Huntley gets a two-year $10 million contract, two-year $15 million contract, can the Ravens really afford, do they even want to pay Tyler Huntley $5 million per season, $7.5 million per season to be their backup? And on top of it, we know their free agent class. We know who they have to resign. sign it's, it's just a list, a laundry list of guys. just Matabike, Patrick Queen, Gino Stone, Jadavion Clowney, Kevin Zeitler, Kyle Van Noy, Michael Pierce, Gus Edwards, Odell, Nelson Aguilar. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. I didn't even mention everybody. With that list, there's obviously restructures. There's cap hits you can get taken off the books from cutting guys. There are ways to free up money. But with Malik Cunningham, it's a cheap option to get him in early. And I think this isn't a move. It's not a move for the present. This isn't a move for 2023. I think the reason they do it is to get Malik Cunningham in, see what they have, get an early look at him. And if it works out, I think you feel a lot better about letting Tyler Huntley walk if it happens that way. And you give Cunningham the number two job. Now I'm not saying Tyler Huntley's time in Baltimore is a hundred percent set in stone done, right? We still have the rest of the season to go here. Still have the off season. He could come back. Maybe he comes back on a deal that we're not expecting. And they have a quarterback room in 2024 of Lamar Tyler Huntley and Malik Cunningham. I would like that, but I think that the, the Huntley train right now, I was expecting a little more growth from Huntley over the course of his career. In terms of what we've seen, he has been, a very bad deep ball passer over the course of his career. You know, we talk about Lamar's deep ball this season and over the past couple of years and you know how it hasn't been great. Tyler Huntley, I don't think has hit on very many deep balls whatsoever. I don't have the stats in front of me, but his deep ball accuracy is not good in the short and intermediate game. He's fine, right? He's fine. He also has the athleticism. We've seen that he is the type of quarterback that you want to have as a backup to Lamar. He fits the skill set really well of what you want. And we talk about, Oh, well, With Lamar and Joe Flacco, those are two very opposite players in terms of what they were. And when Lamar was backing up Joe Flacco, it was, well, how could Lamar step in and then take over a Joe Flacco offense? when That's not really the offense that maximizes his skill set. Now he came in, he did a heck of a job, right? Six and one as a starter, but... With Lamar to Tyler Huntley, Lamar to Malik Cunningham, there's a lot less of a curve when it comes to how much you have to adjust that offense. So Cunningham's a really special player, special talent. There's a Louisville connection there. And for, look, Lamar and Malik Cunningham are connected. They're, they're, They've been well-versed with each other. Well, we know Lamar and Tyler Huntley are friends, right? South Florida, we, we know the whole story with them. Lamar has a bunch of friends in that quarterback room. I think it's a great signing for the Ravens with Cunningham, but it could signal the end of Tyler Huntley's time in Baltimore. Again, nothing set in stone, but I think we have more answers to the question than we did yesterday and or two days ago. And that, to me, does speak volumes. because I think the consensus is Huntley will probably go get some deal on the market, and with the Ravens' range situation, plus now having a guy in Cunningham you can, who you can hopefully feel confident in, I, it, the writing seems to somewhat be on the wall. But again, nothing set in stone at the moment. Coming up in the second part of the show, though, we'll talk a bit more about Cunningham as a player, what he actually brings to the Ravens' strengths, weaknesses, and a lot more. So be sure to stage and a lot to get to on Lockdown Ravens. First, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. And as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets. With any winning $5 money line bet, there's $150 if your team wins. If you're been really thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. Plus, there's a wide range of betting options. that includes spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. Obviously, the Ravens, they have a huge game coming up. Jacksonville Jaguars, they go to Florida to play Jacksonville. So maybe you're looking at Lamar over-unders for touchdowns, rushing yards, passing yards, the whole nine yards there. Maybe Zay flowers. Can you get an anytime touchdown? Odell's looked great. Or maybe if Kyle Hamilton does play, I wouldn't expect him to. But if he does, maybe you're looking for Kyle Hamilton tackles. So many props and more over on Fandos. Visit Fandos.com slash on and kick off the NFL season. Fandos, official partner of the NFL. We're back here, our second seven Locked On Ravens. Kevin Oshaker still talking with you here. We dove into the future of Tyler Huntley and what it could look like after this season, but let's talk a little bit about Malik Cunningham because that was the signing, right? Baltimore signs him off the Patriots practice squad. Again, we did a live stream yesterday. If you want instant reaction to the move, we have that up. You can check it out, video form, audio form as well. But Cunningham, we'll talk about him here in this segment. I think it's important to kind of dive into who he is, obviously a stud at Louisville through for 9,664 career passing yards over there on 62.6 completion percentage. He had 70 touchdowns compared to 29 interceptions throwing the ball rushing obviously is a dual threat guy, 3,182 yards on 5.1 yards per carry and 50 touchdowns had 20 rushing touchdowns in 2021 to go along with a heck of a year passing the football 19 touchdowns compared to just six interceptions. That was probably his best year. Well, 2019 was also really good for him. He had 22 touchdowns compared to five interceptions, 2065 passing yards, but he ended up having six rushing touchdowns in 2019 compared to the 20 he had in 2021. So Cunningham is a rookie this year was an undrafted guy, the Patriots signed and he showed flashes in the preseason. He was a guy that I think a lot of Patriots fans were excited about and he was on the active roster. There are conversations about, oh, could they start him? How many plays is he going to get? Now they've tried him out at wide receiver, they've tried him out at, at returner. Now I want to be clear. I think this move for the Ravens is a quarterback move. I don't think they have any intention of trying him out and moving positions with him. I think they view this as a quarterback move. Now we, we could see some potential packages with maybe Lamar and Malik Cunningham on the same playing field this season. But again, I think it's more of a move for next year. I don't think it's a move for this one. Now, Cunningham, we know the dynamic athleticism and the ability he has both as a runner and as a passer. When he gets in a rhythm passing, he, he's on point. He, he's on point when he's able to kind of feel the game. The game comes to him. It's an adjustment process though, right? He's a rookie, still, still learning his bearings. doesn't really have a lot of NFL experience here. But the deep ball has not been great for him. He's also a little bit more on the on the slender side coming out of college. He was 6'1, 200 pounds. So look, we know Lamar put on some Lamar kind of came in a little slender too, right? A lot of people are worried about the frame. And Lamar's put on some weight, put on some muscle, and I think has been really good for him in the grand scheme of things. So maybe we see Cunningham take a similar route here. But overall, I think a move like this in December is it's a no harm, no foul type of thing. Now, the way the Ravens were able to make this work is Malik Cunningham comes into that roster spot. Devin Duvernay, who got injured in the Rams game, got put on injured reserve with the back injury. So that's a minimum of four weeks. So, Brian Rappaport of NFL Network said he should be good to go by the playoffs. Well, we will obviously see if that's the case. And if Baltimore gets that number one seed in the first round by, that gives Duvernay an extra week of recovery before the Ravens play again. So that was a one-for-one one swap. And, and then the roster spot that the Ravens had to open for Mark Andrews going in into reserve, they never failed it. Pepe Williams got activated, and he is now in that spot. So some extra secondary depth, some nickel depth. If Kyle Hamilton has to miss that game against Jacksonville, but for me Cunningham is a player that you take you, t- you take a flyer on a guy like that right it's it's a very low risk high reward move i understand that you know maybe they could have used the roster spot for a run defender like anobike sue or a bigger position of need but i think they can still make roster room if they do truly need that and the nfl isn't just about making a move for the year you're in obviously the ravens goal right now has to be super bowl uh, has to be right now they have a good enough team the vibes seem to be there. Magic is kind of building up for him. It feels like it maybe could be their year. Maybe it could be their year. You gotta focus on that. But this the NFL doesn't just cease to exist after this season, right? If you win this year, well, hey, you want to give your, yourself the best shot to win next year too. And the year after that. And especially when you have a player like Lamar, you want to maximize the window and capitalize on it. And If you're going to lose Tyler Huntley, if that is what happens, if you lose him in in unrestricted free agency this year, you're going to want to have a guy. And again, I I made this this comparison on the live stream. It's a Nuggets comparison for those everydayers. You know, I'm a Nuggets fan, and I I try to bring the basketball knowledge in here to compare it to the Ravens. But the Nuggets brought in Reggie Jackson last year on a buyout. Mid-season acquisition was a buyout thing. He comes in has a small role, doesn't really play well, then kind of gets benched for the rest of the season. Isn't in the rotation for the playoffs They win the championship. But within that, he was able coming in mid season to be around the players, be around the coaches, be around the system. You you pick things up there. Plus then when the season ended, they won the championship. Reggie Jackson was in Denver a ton, working out with the young guys, working out with the coaches, picking up the system and had a full off season in Denver. He knew where he was going to be re-signed with the nuggets. And, he's had a resurgent career year this year. You know, he's been a guy that's been a very solid NBA veteran, and he comes in to Denver, doesn't have a role in the midseason last year, but now is the true backup point guard here and has filled in pretty admirably for Jamal Murray when he's been out with an injury. Now, Malik Cunningham, you know, he's not th- mid-30s, with which Reggie Jackson is, but it's, it's kind of the same concept for me where you're bringing a guy midseason – he maybe has a small role in for Malik Cunningham, but he'd be very, very small considering quarterback in, in the NFL in general, right? It's, it's different with roles, NBA versus NFL, but you bring him in, he's around the players, he's around the coaches, he's around the system. He has the full offseason if Baltimore does decide to bring him back, which I'd assume they will. And you can kind of work out in the offseason and kind of figure things out knowing where you are and having a system, having players. And I think it's, just, it's, it's a benefit all around here. For the Ravens, especially for a guy who was so young, has a lot of potential. It still boggles my mind why the Patriots didn't give him a chance over Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. We'll talk with Mike Debate about that in the final part of the show. But there are there are opportunities here for the Ravens because they are ten and three. They it, there's, they're not desperate. They don't have to make a roster move this year right now in a position of need, or else they're done. They've done enough. They've won enough. Now it's not over yet. You gotta one clinch the. So Playoff spot. They haven't even done that yet, but clinch the playoff spot, win the division, and hopefully get the one seed in the AFC. So it's not like the Ravens can just coast here and make moves for next year because they they've locked up the Super Bowl. Nothing of the sort has happened. But you do have to look ahead, and I think Eric DeCosta is always trying to improve his team where he can. And I think this is a move that will it's it makes the Ravens flexible in the offseason. It's not like they have to retain Tyler Huntley or else everything kind of goes and you're like, well, who's the backup? Who's the backup that they have options there. Now, Jameson Ensley reporting or VSPN reporting that the Ravens are going to keep the four quarterbacks on their roster. Lamar Jackson, Josh Johnson, Tyler Huntley, and Malik Cunningham. I personally would probably go with three, especially if you're going to need a run defender or need someone else because of an injury. I think that Josh Johnson would probably be one of the first ones to go at that point. And then you can use the three quarterback rule and whatnot. But Still, it's a move for the Ravens. Again, I, I don't think I was expecting. I don't think Ravens fans were expecting. And I don't think Patriots fans were expecting as well. And coming up in the final part of the show, we'll talk with Mike DeBate of On Patriots on a little impromptu mini crossover Wednesday about Malik Cunningham and the Patriots' perspective on this whole thing. So I'm sure the states would a to get to on Lockdown Ravens. First, this episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. And if you're looking for today's fantasy sports, look no further than Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun. So many have had it up to 25 times. Their money this football season, all you have to do is select two or more players, pick more or less in the projected stats, and place your entry. And Basketball season is here. It's in full swing, and you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League League created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. So if you're a big LeBron James fan, you can pick LeBron James and Travis Kelsey, a 10.5 combo with three-pointers made. Plus receptions, and if you want to play alongside some of Prize Picks' favorite players like Rapper McMill, comedian Andrew Schultz, you can now find community plays under the Promos tab of the app to be entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each and every week. And Price Picks offers an awesome reboot policy so that you're actually staying in play even if one of your players gets injured. For Football and basketball games, you have a player who exists in the first half and does not return in the second. That player is rebooted. Price Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Go to PricePicks.com slash Lockdown go Use lock on for a versus-buzz match. Up to 100 dollars is PricePicks.com slash Lockdown NFL. Use for a versus-buzz match up to $100. Price Picks daily fantasy sports made easy. We're back rounding out Locked on Ravens. Kevin is still here with you on this midweek Wednesday edition episode. I appreciate everybody for tuning in today and making Locked on Ravens your first Let's listen each and every day. Again, be sure to subscribe on YouTube in video form, in audio form, wherever you get your podcasts as well. If you want to listen one day, watch another, you're not missing out on any content wherever you consume our show here. We bring you Ravens news analysis updates. You can subscribe on subtext too for more exclusive text conversations and information there and a lot more. And again, tell a friend, tell a family member. Word of mouth is still huge, so I appreciate everybody who's been rocking with me here, whether you're in every day it's a first time, or you're somewhere in the middle there. Thank you for the support. But let's get into our conversation now with Mike DeBate of Locked On Patriots. Is He's going to provide the Patriots perspective on this. Malik Cunningham is a player who he is why the Patriots wouldn't give Cunningham a shot, and a lot more. Let's talk with Mike now. Mike, you have Malik Cunningham getting signed from the Patriots practice squad to the Ravens. Can you kind of take me through this whole situation and kind of, I guess, how shocking it was that Cunningham now is no longer a member of the Patriots and finds his way to Baltimore?
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, this whole situation unraveled fairly slowly but quickly at the same time, Kevin. And I know that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but it really was the reality for Patriots fans. Look, Malik came into training camp this summer with a lot of um, questions, but also a lot of pedigree behind him. Someone who had a little bit of mystery and mystique. And I think that's something that Patriots fans really looked forward to seeing what this kid could do on the field. His debut was about as good as you could possibly get. He comes in in the closing moments of the Houston Texans preseason game, engineers a 75-yard scoring drive, rushes five times for 34 yards, completes three of four passes. You can make the argument that he should have had a touchdown pass. The ball should have been caught. Uh, It was a real great pass. Um, And then rushes the ball in for a touchdown, so everyone... Came down with Malik magic, Malik Mania, Malik fever was gripping Patriots Nation. But as you continued into training camp, deeper into the preseason, you started to see a little bit of a regression that you normally see with rookies. And I think what the Patriots did was try to make him more of a gadget player, maybe make him a little bit more of a dual threat, of a hybrid, uh, trying him out at receiver as well as trying him out at quarterback. I think he might have been better served completely taking the snaps at quarterback maybe getting a gadget play here and there is being aligned as a receiver because of his athleticism but i think it did him a disservice in terms of being able to learn the progressions learn the reads and be able to make the throws from a receiver standpoint from what i've heard and from what i saw on the field this summer and the limited stuff we've seen in practice from malik is he knew how to run the routes he was able to identify the assignments fairly well so The Ravens are getting a player that has a very good understanding of a playbook in advance and knowing his similarities to Lamar Jackson, his hand and glove fit with Todd Munkin and the way you guys run that offense in Baltimore. It's a great place for Malik to showcase what he can do. It's a very good signing for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah.
0: And I think this is a quarterback move for them. I don't think they have very many plans. Maybe they use them. They had the Heisman package, Mike, back in 2019, when they had Lamar, (laughs) Robert Griffin, the third and Mark Ingram, and they used, you know, (laughs) Robert Griffin, the third, and they moved them all around the field. So maybe we see kind of the Louisville package this time around this season, but you look bigger picture for the Ravens. And I think the reason the Ravens make this move is because Tyler Huntley is coming up on free agency after the season. And there is some conversation about, you know, he probably deserves to have at least a shot of starting somewhere. And that's obviously not going to be the Ravens as long as Lamar Jackson is there. So if a team goes and gives him a two year, $10 $10 million contract, two years, $15 million. With the way the Ravens have free agency coming up this offseason with breakouts from Justin Matabike and Patrick Queen and Geno Stone and Jadavian and Klein and Kyle mm-hmm. or they have a lot of guys to resign, and some of those guys are likely going to walk. So can they afford to pay $5 million, million, $10 million annually to do a backup? That's mm-hmm. a conversation that, again, maybe Tyler Huntley looks at his career and goes, well, I know I'm not going to start here. It's been great, but I'm going to go look for another opportunity where I know that I can showcase my talents. You get Malik Cunningham in early to the system. You get him acclimated to the players, the coaches, and you have him as a full offseason workout player in Baltimore as opposed to him not knowing where he's going to go, what he wants. At this point, I think Malik Cunningham has a real shot of being Baltimore's quarterback, too come 2024 but a big question for me and I think a lot of other Ravens fans Mike is we know the quarterback situation in New England has not been wonderful this year putting it pretty lightly Mac Jones clearly is not the answer Bailey Zappi I know you want a better long-term answer there what's the reason behind the Patriots I know he was he was on the roster got cut back to the practice squad What's, what's the reason for him not getting a shot with the Patriots and them kind of moving in the Mac Jones Bailey Zappi direction for the entirety of the
1: year To be honest, Kevin, I think it's a really good question. I mean, you know, you're looking at one of the teams in the league where offense has been scarce. It's been very difficult for the Patriots to put points on the board. They had a nice little game on Thursday night against the Pittsburgh Steelers, were able to find their rhythm. Great first half of offensive football. I'm not taking anything away from what Bailey Zappi and Hunter Henry and Ezekiel Elliott did in that opening uh, half. It was a very good showing, the best showing the Patriots have put forth offensively all season long but when you look at someone like Malik that has a different type of skill set and I've seen this um reported a lot throughout the day on Tuesday into Wednesday um we're seeing kind of conflicting reports going on about oh well he didn't fit into Bill O'Brien's system I don't think that's a valid argument Bill O'Brien ran an offensive system with Deshaun Watson under center in Houston for a good long while. So it's not that he can't handle mobile quarterbacks or quarterbacks like Malik. I think, again, the fact that they tried to work him out and work him into a receiver position primarily as opposed to a quarterback may have hurt his ability to be able to learn the Patriots' offensive playbook because whether you're talking the Josh McDaniels' days or you're talking Bill O'Brien, it's a complex system to be able to learn. You have to run the correct routes. You have to pass on correct routes. You have to be able to find the zones, Things like that really can be difficult in a Patriots offense. So maybe Malik did not uh, pick up what they were looking for in terms of him being out there this year. Again, if they had maybe worked him out a little bit lo- you know, more on that prior to that, we might be having a different conversation, or we might not be having a conversation today. Malik may still be a member of the New England Patriots, but Baltimore identified something in him, and I think you're on to something about him being a potential contributor on, uh, to the future here. Uh, again, someone I would keep a close eye on if I'm a Ravens fan. Yeah, I wouldn't expect, again, a
0: lot this season, and maybe this is a situation where he can come in a very low-pressure environment for him in terms of what he's asked to do, and he can pick up the system, learn it, and I do think it will help that... He now there, – there's there's expectations for the Ravens and kind of what they want Lamar's backup to be. Tyler Huntley has done, I'd say, a pretty solid job. Now, when he started, he went 3-5 and five as the starter. So maybe the Ravens know that, look, Huntley's going to go out there probably look for something. And if he does come back, great. If he doesn't, they have Malik Cunningham waiting in the wings, someone who could be the quarterback, too, for them. Plus, we know about the Louisville Connection between Lamar and Malik, those two passing in the night between the 2017 season, Lamar's last year at Louisville versus Malik's first. But I'm curious, Mike, about what you saw from him. You mentioned the preseason, the flashes he showed there. During his time in New England, what were some of the strengths and weaknesses that you saw from Malik? And what do you think his potential could possibly be at the NFL level when it's all said and done here?
1: Well, again, his strengths obviously begin and end with his athleticism. This is a kid that is going to wow a lot of Ravens scouts, a lot of Ravens players, definitely the coaching staff with his athleticism. He can run. He definitely has quickness, speed, agility. All of that is going to leap right off the page with Malik Cunningham. But the thing that impressed me the most was this kid's work ethic, his desire to improve. That's what's going to make him a valuable part of this Ravens offense. You heard all of Malik's teammates today come to his praise, uh, saying that not only are they going to miss him, but you're going a place where you can really shine. Go show what you can do. He's shown that ability in practice over and over and over again. And again, he's going to a spot, I think, in Baltimore where he can learn, like you said, this year, get a good feeling for this Baltimore offense, be able to learn in a practice environment, maybe get a couple of reps in game situations if the game is either out of hand or if the Ravens have clinched, you know, things of that nature. We've seen certain things happen where guys get opportunities prior to really showcasing what they can do in an actual game setting in a meaningful setting. Um, This is a great opportunity for him to do so. So um, I really, what I look for from Uh, Malik is someone that's going to come in, take this opportunity very seriously. He's got to be extremely excited about learning and playing with a guy like Lamar Jackson, and he's got a good coach in John Harbaugh, great infrastructure here in Baltimore, um, a good spot for him to shine, and I believe he will.
0: Mike gave us a lot of great insight there, and I'm personally excited for Malik Cunningham. Again, is is not going to be the starting quarterback in Baltimore? Right, This is Lamar's team, but I think Mike made a lot of good points about what's going on with Cunningham what's going on with the Patriots honestly and how this move could be really good for the Ravens that's all I have for you here today though on Lockdown Ravens I appreciate you for tuning in today again be sure to subscribe follow along audio form video form the whole nine yards coming up tomorrow more Ravens content that's what we do here on Lockdown Ravens so be sure to stay tuned with that. see you right back here tomorrow on Lockdown Ravens